Hey, and welcome back to the Simply Fitness Podcast. I'm John Stein. On this episode of the podcast, I get to have a great conversation with Vinny Galazio. We talk about a simple way to improve your squat, as well as everything about the summer of thickness. If you don't know what that is, give this episode a listen to because you're not going to want to miss out on it. Hope you enjoy this episode. On man, it's going well, going well. How about you? Yeah, I can't complain. Nothing. It's another day. So, but yeah, we're rolling. Just another, just another day in that quarantine life. <laughs> Pretty much, man. Pretty much, <laughs> got it. Awesome, man. So let's. Uh, I'm glad to have you on today, and uh, super pumped to pick your brain a little bit and have a conversation with you about some stuff. And uh, so, yeah, let's get right into it. You ready? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Awesome. So uh, I know I've been following you for just a little bit here and uh, something that I thought was kind of cool. You did this whole squat hold challenge and it's a little bit different than I think, you know, what a lot of people see online. We always see these fat loss challenges and, you know, like whatever it may be, you know, lures loose turn about. But so I like that little that little bit of a different kind of take there. So I like to like kind of break down. You seem to have some good knowledge about squat squatting and everything like that. So talk a little bit about the squat hold, why it's important, how that could actually improve your overall squat technique and overall mobility and everything. Yeah, for sure. So like it was weird when it started because I don't know, I was just trying to think of something, like you said, something different. Like I was like, I don't want to really like do, you know, something fat loss. I don't want to do weight loss. So like I've done stuff like that too in the past. And I was like, let's just do something different. So I was like, I don't know what's something like super easy, like low, like barrier to entry too. Cause this yeah, was yeah. during quarantine and stuff. So I was just like, I don't know, like a squat hold maybe yeah. <laughs> I just did it. And then, I mean, yeah, I kind of just stuck with it and I was like, Hey, join, join along for the ride and stuff like that. But, um, but you know, like, I feel like it's something we always hear is like, I, which is crazy because I feel like in, you know, like Middle Eastern countries and stuff like that, especially like wherever, you know, like if they do a squat, they have amazing mobility. They're able to kind of just get into that position a lot more efficiently than like we can here in the West and the U S and stuff. Cause you know, we're yeah. sitting today. Yeah. Um, so because of that, I, you know, I kind of wanted to see like, Oh, maybe, you know, if I go for like a minute a day, maybe it'll kind of help improve certain things, whether it's my, like I have terrible ankle mobility. It's just, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, That's most people right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, maybe this will help that a little bit. And then also on top of that, like, uh, like with hips and stuff too, I was like, maybe it'll just kind of help open everything up. So kind of started doing it. And then, you know, like, especially, um, I know, uh, a couple of people, they were just like, dude, when am I going to start, stop feeling this in my groin and stuff? Cause it really just kind of points out like whatever, you know, weaknesses you have, wherever, you know, what could be blocking you even from getting to, you know, what is an optimal kind of, you know, squat position. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of like how that started. And then from there, I mean, yeah, like things improved for myself and for others too, just from holding that position. And I mean, you know, it's just one of those things like not that, you know, practice always makes perfect, but I mean, you know, the more you're kind of putting yourself in a situation like that and the more, you know, you're going to kind of be able to, you know, perform once you actually do have a load, once you do have weight. Um, and stuff like that. Cause that's a thing too, you know, like we always forget, like one of the very first things you should be doing when you start working out is typically body weight stuff. Just oh, because yeah. You got to learn the movements. 
Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the more you can kind of get those down, the better. And if that, you know, the squat challenge is a way to kind of get people to, you know, go back to a basic thing that they probably skipped over. Cause I, I mean, yeah. I, I did, I was like, Oh, it's time to go lift weights. I'm like, yeah. Anyway, stuff for three Two months, weeks in, you I, got the barbell on your back and you're like, let's go. <laughs> exactly, man. And, and I was like, personally, I was never trained on like squats or anything like that. Like all pretty much like had to figure it all out myself. And then, yeah. um, but yeah, so basically, I mean, I guess the next thing from there is, you know, the one thing that I liked uh, a lot about it was kind of, you know, did there was like different levels that you could do as well. You know, like one of my favorite things that I've heard, um, uh, Dan, John, if you know who that is. So yep, he, yeah. So he was basically like, um, you know, he'll have a group of people when he's at a workshop or whatever, and he'll just tell them like, all right, stop and do a squat. And like when he's teaching the squat and then people like squat, some people get super low. Some people will go be like a quarter squat, whatever. And he's like, all right, there's your squat. We're done. But he just leaves it at that because yeah. everybody has, you know, different restrictions, different, um, kind of things that they can do. So with this yeah. challenge too, it was like some people might've been doing an assisted while holding onto like a pole or like, uh, like the pole of a rack or something, mm-hmm. you know, some people were able to do like I was and just, you know, go free body weight, kind of just sitting down into it and really feeling it out. Yeah. Some people were at a little bit more just parallel. And I mean, that's fine. It was all about kind of, you know, what was going to work best for you. But at the end of the day too, that's so good because it's helping you kind of feel out your body and where you can kind of work on things and yeah. go from there. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's great because I think, you know, something that I learned like right at the beginning, you know, from one of my first mentors, I forget who said it, but they were like, if you want to get better at something, you got to do it continuously. And they were talking more like strength based. And if you want to get better at squats, you got to be squatting a lot. If you want to deadlift, get a better deadlift, you got to deadlift a lot. You, you know, a lot of people, you know, they'll do it once a week and they wonder why they're not getting stronger or why they're not learning something. You got to do something a lot. And, you know, I was specifically thinking about that time because like I wanted to get better at squats. I was just kind of learning the squat myself personally with the barbell. And I was like, okay, I got to just do this a lot. And so I upped it to two over two times a week of squatting, which a lot of people are like, oh, that's crazy. And I'm like, I just need to learn how to do it. And, and that's, that's how I learned it. Now I don't have to learn it now. Maybe I don't have to do as much as of that barbell movement because now I know how to do it correctly. And I agree with, I think that whole um, like everyone's a little bit different. I think it's something kind of lost in translation, I think from in the fitness world, you know? Yeah, no, I agree with you because that's the thing is, you know, everybody says like either it's either parallel or, you know, ATG ass to the grass, like queen, like people, like, although there is, um, I can't remember who it is. Is it Joel Seedman or whatever the, he basically is going saying that you can do a half squat because the angles are optimal, blah, blah, blah. So there's yeah. one person out there who's kind of like yeah. trying to get away from that a little bit, which is, you know, cool and all and different, but yeah. anyway, but yeah, you know, the thing is everybody yet yeah, thinks that certain things are optimal. Some people um, are made to pistol squat because they have yeah. amazing like mobility and stuff. Personally, I can't pit like pistol squat because my ankles are just you know, oh. from spraining them and everything. Oh, same here. I have no, I single leg deadlifts are like my weakness. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, dude. I have to like make sure it, it's all in my hip. No, no like ankle like movement whatsoever. Like it yeah. all just needs to kind of stay. Um, but yeah, but you know, but that's the thing too is, you know, 
because if you lack that ankle mobility, then it's literally, it's like, okay, so what can we do to change it so that you can get to what feels right for you? And then you'll realize, oh, I need to take my feet wider. Maybe, maybe yeah. do like a sumo kind of squat as opposed to, you know, like having them, you know, like everybody says, you know, like I, I'm guilty of it. I used to tell people when I first started training, people were like, oh, just a little bit outside shoulder width apart, you know, uh, yeah, deep breath, blah, blah, blah. Like make sure you sit your hips back, but you know, it doesn't work for everybody. You got to kind of see where their limitations are and stuff and then, um, adjust from there. So now, yeah. Like, but once you find it though, you're good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I know that for me too. Like when I was trying to learn for squat, I was, I was, I actually worked out with someone. They're like, they were a trainer too. They were like, why don't you take a wider stance? Like, uh, cause I was like, I can't get any lower. Like I don't, I would not be able to get up. You know, I mm. would be stuck in that bottom out position. And they're like, just take your stance out a little bit wider. And he's yeah. like, your, your ass has nowhere to go. Yeah. You know, like you, if you're too narrow, your, your, your hips have nowhere to go. I was like, Oh, that makes sense. And then I, now I have a wider stance and now I can, I can go all over the ground and come all the way up. You know, yeah. if my stance was more narrow, I wouldn't be able to go all the way and you know as low as i feel comfortable going yeah for sure man and i mean like you said though like that's the thing too is a lot of people kind of forget that you know in order to would uh like you know do something and improve on something you also need to try different things you know you yeah. can't kind of like say like well i was told this way it's got to be this way it's like no you know it could be a little bit different too so because i mean yeah like i, I mean I was always like, Oh, it's just, it's just my ankles. I got to improve my ankle mobility, whatever. Yeah. I did a million and one things to improve it, but it just did not like get much better. So yeah. I had to finally, yeah, kind of adjust and go a little wider and then feel it. And you'll turn my feet out keep them like straighter, whatever. Like it, it, it everybody's different, man. Like, and yeah, it, it's there's no absolutes. There's no absolutes. You know, I think in fitness, if, if you ever hear anybody say something that's like that, that's the only, that way, or that's the only way that's, you automatically have to kind of count that person as like, eh, maybe that's not true. You know, yeah. it's just red flags a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's never a hundred percent in any direction. It, you know, it's probably more in the gray than it is in the black or the white, yeah. you know, for most people, everyone's going to be a little bit different with that. So with the squat hold, what, what are people looking for? Like what, what are maybe some things that you learned while doing it that were like, okay, I saw, you know, this improve, this improve, this improve. This is kind of like what people should be looking for, you know, like maybe because I know I saw some pictures that you took of your squat holds. What what should people be looking for to improve on? Yeah. So something good to kind of touch base on is like the very first day I did it, I kind of just like sat down in it and I let myself kind of get that little bit of like, you know, lumbar flexion, I think, or whatever, mm -hmm. hip wink. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. flexion kind of let it dip under a little bit and I kind of just chilled there. But then I like was talking to one of my friends and he was just like, no, like, you know, like maybe you could, uh, you know, try to think about, you know, keeping a proud chest, you know, that was like a good cue, yeah. uh, you know, or AKA, yeah, try to show the letters on your chest. Um, and then kind of like sit down into it more, but also not going past to where, you know, you're too low because at that point it's, you know, might just be diminishing returns. And again, yeah, we're trying to find what's optimal for you. And if that's something that's going to cause, you know, problems down the road, you probably want to, you know, avoid getting that low. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so, you know, that was a good one. It's like, you know, making sure you keep your chest high. You'll probably like personally, like my T spine too, um, thoracic spine, you know, that's something that I really felt improved because whenever I would get down in that position and then really kind of like sit up a little bit yeah. more, I would like feel the, the vertebrae basically crack and kind of just, you know, get 
more mobile and stuff and you know where they're probably supposed to be as opposed to, you know, when we're sitting all day kind of hunched over stuff like that, really, really. We easy. could all work on some T spine mobility. I know that's a huge weakness of mine. It always bothers me. So I always work, try to work on it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I mean, yeah, then everything else kind of goes hand in hand because the, like with the uh, pictures that I posted, like I said, with the first one, it was kind of a little bit more of that uh, angle. And then also you could tell that, you know, when you go down to do a squat, what something that, you know, I was uh, kind of taught and it actually makes pretty much a lot of sense is, you know, your shin angle and your uh, torso angle are going to be about the same. Um, and that'll be like a good kind of uh, squat position for you. Cause if, yeah, you look at, I mean, it kind of depends, you know, if it's obviously like for a body weight squat, we'll just leave it. Yeah. With a barbell, if you're doing, you know, front squat or back squat, that'll kind of change. Be a little different. Yeah. Yeah. But for body weight and uh, stuff, you know, typically that that'll be uh, good angles and stuff. Um, so, yeah. So like on the first one, like you could tell, like my shin angle was definitely um, a little bit more uh, like upward as opposed to my back angle, which was more forward because I didn't have that T-spine mobility and, and, or the, uh, ankle mobility either. Yeah. But then as I kind of, uh, then I did like a side by side once, uh, kind of got to the end and then both of them were pretty much about the same, Not perfect, you know, but it was a lot better. So yeah, yeah that's kind of something, you know, that's why, I mean, especially with clients and stuff too, it's like, you really like trying to encourage them to like record yourself. It's kind of yeah. awkward, whatever, but yeah record yourself, take pictures of yourself, like when you're in different positions, so you can kind of get an idea of, you know, what you're working with and where maybe mm -hmm. your restrictions are, uh, lie, because that's the thing too, you know, you can do this squat hold all you want, but if you don't have like, like a, something before basically to like compare it to, then you're really yeah. not going to know. You're going to be like, okay, I did those squats for 30 days, but now what? So yeah. And exactly. Yeah. And you, you might know like how you feel a little bit, but like, if you're not tracking it and I think that goes along with any movement, you know, like if you're a beginner, like I highly suggest a lot of people just like video, like you said, video yourself, because even from day one to day 30 or 60, 90, you could see like, Oh, this was me day one trying to do like a bent over row or deadlift. And you could see it 60, 90 days later, I would imagine that it would look so much different you know, a massive improvement. And like, you know, those are victories too. You know, you might not have lost as much weight as you want or gained as much muscle, but like, look how much more well you can move your body. You know, yeah. I think that's like a very discounted goal, you know, in fitness is like, okay, can you move better? Because that's what we got to do every day. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Can you move better? Do you not have as many like aches and pains, stuff like that? You know, do you feel just stronger? Like, can you walk further? You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, those are the things. Yeah. It's, it's really easy. Like you said, to discount and just kind of walk past, but by, yeah, having kind of like that very, like it's like permanent, I guess you could say mm -hmm. like beginning point that you can always refer back to is, yeah. I mean, it's crucial. It really is. Yeah. Cause all that stuff is even with the squat hold, it, it's going to help you with everyday stuff. It's not just going to help you with fitness. You know, it's going to help you bend over, pick up your, you know, son, daughter, or niece, nephew, cousin, whatever, you know, pick them up, pick a box up off the ground without, you know, you know, pulling out your back. You know, I've, mm -hmm. how many I've known from past clients, how many, how many of them have pulled their back because they were tying their shoe. I've heard that so many times. And it's like, 
if you were just doing these simple things, like that wouldn't happen. Like that shouldn't just, you shouldn't pull your back out, tying your shoe. Like, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, by doing some, yeah, doing something, like you said, as simple as like an easy mobility thing, like just sitting in yeah. a bottom of the squat, like it can, can, it can, yeah, drastically improve your life. Like truthfully, like, I mean, yeah, it sounds like, sounds like I'm trying to oversell it or something, yeah. but no, like, I mean it, you know, yeah. like, yeah. It, there's so much translation, like you said, to everyday life. And that's the other thing that, you know, people forget with strength training in general is, you know, it's not just to get your know, big, strong, jacked, whatever, or you yeah. know, get a six pack. It's because you want to, you know, improve your quality of life and you want to be able to like my grandma, she's, I don't know how old she is. She's over 80. Yeah. She can squat down and play with her great granddaughter still. Yeah. That's nuts. Like that's how yeah. I want to be when I'm older. I don't want to have to be the one that's like, Oh, I can't get down there. Yeah. Like to come to me and stuff like that. So, you know, being able to move around like that'll be awesome. Like as you, yeah, age. Yeah. And if I know if many people have probably seen these studies, but there's a lot of studies associated with muscle strength, you know, like I've seen forearm strength and things like that are associated with living longer and healthier. And it's because you can move around more, you can do more things, you know, it helps keep you mobile and, you know, doing those things that you just talked about, like your grandmother, like that probably means the world to her. You know, those are the things that keep you motivated. You know, they might not seem big now, but like when you're 80, 90 years old, that's a big deal. I remember, I remember a client of mine, his main goal when working with me, he was 83. He was the oldest client I've ever worked with 83 years old. He just wanted to be able to pick his dog's poop up. Yeah. That's just all he wanted to do because he loved his dog and he just wanted to be able to clean up and go for walks with her and, you know, just be happy. He was the happiest man. That's all he wanted to do. He, he didn't worry about everything else. He just wanted to be able to pick the poop off of the ground. You yeah. Know? So little things sometimes really is. Yeah. So like these things are so they, I think a lot of people have problems with projecting so far in the future. You know, they think they're 30, 40. Oh, I got plenty of time to do that. But it's like you do, but you kind of don't because like you have to start now. It progresses now. You know, you're in your 20s and 30s. It's still going to progress. You know, it starts now. You got to build it up now to keep it long term. You know, once you lose it, you kind of lose it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. You get hurt when you're 70. You know, not saying you're screwed, but like you'll be better off if you were doing something and we're already mobile, you're going to be so much better off than if you were doing nothing. Yeah. It's a lot easier to recover when you're already, you know, kind of like in shape and stuff like that, or, you know, able to yeah move around, like you said. So yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. So kind of diving into another topic now, just a uh, move away a little bit from the squat, something I, you've been posting about, you know, recently as well is your, your, your summer of thickness. You know, I thought that was pretty awesome. And I, I, I love to hear a little bit more of like, pick your brain about, you know, what exactly that's all about and, and everything. Yeah, man. So <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, like I was just talking to my fiance and I was just like, you know, something like this summer, I don't think there's going to be that many like six packs or anything like that. Like <laughs> I don't think people really care this year. And yeah. I was like, I was like, should I call it like, like, I was just trying to come up with something funny. And I was okay. like, should I just say like summer of thickness? Like, should that be, and she was just like, yeah, just do it. <laughs> yeah. I love it, man. I thought it was great. I saw it. I was like, yeah, yo, that's perfect. <laughs> I, exactly, man. And that's the, like, I can't believe like how much, like, I was just like, oh, this is probably going to flop. Like people are going to be like, 
um, whatever. But everybody's like, yeah, somewhere thickness, like, let's go. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. I mean, obviously, this has been a weird year. Yeah. 2020 has been whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been said enough times. Everybody knows what's going on, this and that. But so, yeah, because of that, though, it's been hard to focus on physical health. You know, you haven't been able to get to a gym. It's been hard to get motivated when you're at home. And yeah, everybody's kind of feeling it in different ways. And people cope in different uh, ways as well for, you know, their mental health and stuff, which can obviously take a toll on the physical health. So because of that, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, always still trying to encourage people to, you know, take care of both of those and do what they can. But, you know, when it comes down to it, like this is still the summer of thickness, like it's okay. You don't have to worry about getting shredded in six weeks. You don't have to worry about getting, you know, uh, you know, cause what is July? Yeah. Uh, like we got July and August. You're not going to, yeah. like, it's going to take you two months at least to yeah. get to, like sustainably anyway, yeah. to get to a leaner, um, physique as well. So, I mean, it's pretty much in the spirit of, you know, owning where you're at right now and being okay with it. You know, that's one of the hardest things to do truthfully. I mean, I know for myself included, like I'm never like pretty much never satisfied, like whatever, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Like what other people tell me and stuff, but I'm like, you know what, this year we're going to own it. We're going to just, you know, be like, it's like, Hey, we got a little bit more flab this year, but already have the tools and know how to like, if I really wanted to get lean, I could, but I don't really see the point this year because there's a lot bigger things kind of going on to focus on that, you know, need more attention than, you know, getting getting lean again so yeah yeah it's you know it's giving yourself permission to be where you're at i think that's kind of you know that's what i took from it you know and i i've seen some people kind of talking about that recently too about like okay this is where we're at right now you know why why put more pressure on yourself to do something you know when you're maybe not succeeding with it or like not like it's just not applicable to what we're at right now. You know, like I'm still not being able to go to the gym. I'm not able to lift the same amount of weight. So my results are going to be different. You just got to kind of have accept that and just be like, okay, maybe it's time to adjust our goals to something else. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I mean, the thing is, is like, yeah, something else like my fiance, I've been talking, it's like, it's like, you know, like this is the year it's like, maybe we want to like, take more time to get outside, like start, like become hikers. Yeah. It's kind of what we said, you know, and like kind of, you know, try to experience those different things that, you know, you may not otherwise, if you have fitness goals that are like extremely important to you that you're going to, you know, push for until you get there, if you have a competition or whatever it may be. But yeah, like you said, like giving yourself that permission to, you know, just be where you're at, accept yourself there. And then really just, you know, do your best to, you know, like be at peace with yourself. I mean, it's one of the hardest things too, is, you know, you always want, like like you said, like more and more and more, you know, never satisfied, but you know, if you really just take that step back, what's really going to happen is once things, you know, do start, you know, normalizing again, stuff is you're going to be like in such a better mental state that that mental state is going to propel you to an amazing physical state because you're going to have like basically everything else figured out. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like I I like to think about my own personal goals is that like this year I was expecting to do a lot of races like obstacle courses and like half marathon in the fall and things like that, which are just not going to happen at this point, you know, Mm -hmm. because of obvious reasons. And I know a lot of people in that type of community, you know, kind of give up because those were the things that keep them going. And it's like, okay, if you get consistent now 
and stay consistent, how much better are you going to be next year when all these things start picking up again? And I, you know, at least for me, that really helped motivate me. Like, okay, I got to get on a plan. I just got to get consistent with something, you know, it might not be optimal. You know, I might not be running as much, you know, I might not be lifting as much weight, like volume wise, but like, Hey, I'm consistent. So when I can go to the gym again, it's like, okay, just, just add that back into the routine. Like, let's go. And I think that's kind of where people should be focusing right now. You know, I, you know, obviously if you have a lot of weight to lose and that you want to do that right now, go for it. But it's like focus on getting consistent right now. I think that's kind of like where like most people could succeed right now. Like just build routine and just start like watching your nutrition watching your, you know, keep working out. I like your idea of, you know, getting outside more. I know I've been going on so many more walks than I normally would just because a, I have the time, but B like, I got to get out, you know, you got to get physically out there, you know? So. No, for sure. And I mean, the thing is though, too, is if you can build a routine, like right now, when there is like no, like predict, like way to predict anything that's going to happen at any time, because it's really out of your control. Then if you can focus on, yeah, what you can control and like actually build a routine out of that, imagine, yeah, how awesome it's going to be once there is like everything, yeah, back to kind of, you know, normal and stuff and how like awesome you're going to be then because you already have your routine and your consistency. Pretty much you said, then you're going to boom, like no summer of thickness next year then. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And it's like a time where like our schedules are changing week by week, you know, what's available to us and what we're able to do. Uh, you know, people's jobs coming back, closing, you know, like it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's so variable week to week. You know, I try to think two weeks ahead, three weeks ahead. I'm like, I can't, it's (laughs) not possible. Like I'm like, it's going to change. So I'm not going to worry about three weeks ahead. I'm just going to worry about, okay, what can I do this week? And I think that kind of adjustment that, you know, that stress is, is actually good for a lot of people overall. I think it's going to help people be, you know, more resilient in the long term. you know, being able to, you know, coped with this change. I think a lot of people are going to come out a lot stronger because of it, you know? No, for sure. I, yeah, I actually love that. That's a, yeah. Cause I mean, that's the thing is like, at the end of the day is like, what is resistance training even it's overcoming resistance. And, you know, so yeah, we're just right now like overcoming a different type of resistance. That's Mm -hmm. maybe it's not building muscles, but it's building, you know, something else and more of a mental capacity and, you know, kind of just your habits. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting, but you know, still, yeah. Like you said, like if you can get it all right now, then it will be pretty good. Yeah, exactly. It's that I think a lot of people got stuck in a routine and now it's like changed their whole lives. Like I think there's not a single person whose life hasn't changed in some form and we have to adapt, you know, like, you know, survive survival of the fittest that, that is what this world is, has become, you know, it's what it's always been. It's you got to learn to adapt to the new normal and, you know, be able to adapt to stress and whoever can adapt faster and better is going to be overall better at the end of the day, you know, whether it's business, fitness, health, life in general, we all got to adapt, you know, there's no resisting this, no point of resisting it at this point, just accept it. And, you know, this is what it is. Exactly. Accept the summer of thickness, just do it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, after you posted that, I saw from a bunch of other people, not, not the summer of thickness, but the idea of just like allowing yourself to 
be where you're at. You know, you might not be at your leanest like you want to be during the summer, but what are you doing? What else can you do? You know, maybe you can gain strength or, you know, start building more muscle or focusing on your nutrition, whatever it may be. I think it kind of having the idea of like, not just being fat loss. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, like that's where too, like you said, like where it is, like, you know, maybe you do want to just improve like your mile run time or something. If you're getting outside more, you know, it can be, cause that's probably like something next like transition I'm going to make because it's just like, well, I'm kind of getting tired of like doing whatever I've been doing, like weight training wise. So it's like, let's kind of change it up. Let's kind of do, you know, a more of a cardio based goal. Cause I haven't, I, dude, I haven't done that in like years yeah. either. <laughs> so, so yeah, so it'll be a good change of pace and it'll also be challenging, which is good. Because, you know, by making it something that's a little bit outside of my comfort zone, then yeah, it kind of makes me more accountable to want to do it so that I can, you yeah. know, yeah, just, just try something different, really. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, th I think that's that's great, you know, trying to change up, even challenge yourself. I, I love I was talking with uh, one of my clients the other day and they were they were like, how do I get out of a rut? And I think that's a great way challenge yourself, you know, do something a little bit different than what you've been doing. You know, he's been consistent with his workouts and his nutrition, but now he's kind of like fallen off for a couple of weeks. And it's like, were you falling off? Cause you were bored. Was it, was it not challenging enough anymore? Maybe you got to challenge yourself. Like, like you said, you haven't ran in a long time. Hey, maybe go for some runs now, add some runs in, really challenge yourself that way, you know, jump rope. You know, I think yeah. that's a great way, you know, whatever it may be, do something a little bit difficult, you know, that whole yeah. resilience thing we were just talking about, you know, that's going to help stress yourself a little bit, but in a good way, not, not negative stress. Right. Exactly. Too. And like, that's the, that's the thing too. So yeah, we obviously don't want you, you know, stressing yourself out and stuff like that more. Like we're not saying like, make sure you do the hard, most hardcore thing possible. So like, yeah. Like, Work out seven days a week, do 10 mile runs every day, you know, like nothing crazy like that. Not yeah. that challenge. That's, that's the impossible yeah. challenge. We don't want the impossible challenge. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, we definitely want to keep it. Yeah, keep it, keep it, you know, realistic always, you know, that's definitely kind of the biggest thing. But yeah, man, that's basically the summer of thickness in a in a nutshell. And we'll see how it uh, kind of evolves as we go, I'm sure, because I'm sure it will as things, you know, continue to do whatever they may. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So what, what exactly are you uh, working on then during it? Like, what's your kind of like your nutrition and like your fitness objectives with it. Yeah. So, so I actually kind of did something really like random off the cuff and I like just did uh this isn't my fifth day of like, I'm doing like a five day reset thing basically. Oh yeah. I think I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that fix it with food by uh, Michael Simon, which is, you know, supposed to help with autoimmune disorders, uh, like, you know, um, arthritis and inflammation, things like that. And it's been interesting. So I kind of ended up having a little bit of a, I guess you could say a fat loss phase with, yeah. uh, this, which was okay because I was doing, um, Ryan's, you know, like 30 day mini cut as well. Yeah. With him, you know, because with that too, you know, it's still the summer of thickness, but it doesn't mean that you can't do like a gradual kind of like decrease in, you know, your body fat percentage. Like, you know, I, even though I'm okay and more comfortable, like being at a higher one, you know, it's still okay to, like we were saying, like work on yeah. yourself, find that kind of a goal that, to work on. So, so I was kind of doing that, doing, you know, really slow and steady kind of a uh, fat loss. And then, yeah, after that, man, like 
after this reset, I'm probably going to like eat a bunch of food. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Probably shouldn't. I'm going to try not to, but we're going to yeah. see what happens and where the day takes us. Yeah. How's that been? How's, uh, how are you feeling with all that and everything? Dude. So I've actually been fine. Um, I've been pretty good. Uh, I would say yesterday was the hardest day though. So day four. So I can imagine it was supposed to be 10 days. Like this is oh, wow. long. And I was just like, I can't do 10 days. So did the five and we're here and we're, we're making it through. Uh, but you know, this is another way it got me out of my comfort zone because for a long time I've been doing intermittent fasting. Like I have not been eating breakfast, but with this, you know, it's like you have a breakfast and I was like, all right, I guess I'll try to eat breakfast again. Yeah. But I have, but it's actually been awesome because, you know, I've never like hit that point of, you know, like hunger in the day too, that I used to like hit when doing intermittent fasting. So, you know, it's kind of like shown me again, since I got out of my comfort zone that maybe I need to start having breakfast again in my day because maybe I just like it more. So yeah. that's going to be kind of a transition I uh, have as well, but I wouldn't have known otherwise if I didn't do the little experiment. So, you know, all in all, still kind of a good deal, but I'll have the final results uh, tomorrow though, but I've lost like five pounds in, five, oh, yeah. in four days is what it was. So, yeah. but obviously, like you said, it's inflammation and stuff too, though. So probably a ton of water weight. Obviously. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, I like, we'll see if it like, uh, how body fat and stuff is, but I'm also using only like the handheld guy. So it's not yeah. like it's extremely accurate, but still, it's still a marker though. Yeah. It's still good to track and everything. Yeah. I know. I, I know what you mean with the intermittent fasting. Cause I've been doing that for years, you know, three, four years, but yeah, there are those times where it's like, Oh, I got to eat breakfast or I'm staying with someone who does eat breakfast. I was like, yep. Oh, I'm not, uh, I don't eat breakfast. People don't understand when I say I don't eat breakfast. I was like, but I don't eat till 12 or two o'clock in the afternoon. Like that's normal. You know, like, why is it not normal? I'm not hungry. Yeah, you know? right. Like, exactly. And yeah, I mean, it's another one. Yeah. Every going back to, yeah, basically the initial conversation, it's like, everybody's different, you know, yeah. maybe, yeah, it works really well for you. Maybe it doesn't, but yeah, some people get it. Some people don't. That's the truth though. Yeah. It, um, I think it's funny. Cause it's like, it's, everyone's lifestyle is so different. And like when I started fasting, the reason I started fasting was I was waking up at five o'clock in the morning, going to the gym, training people. I'd eat breakfast at five, six o'clock in the morning. I'd be hungry by 10 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And then I'd have like four meals a day. I don't like small meals. So I was like, yeah. I gotta, I gotta stop this. I can't have breakfast, second breakfast, lunch, dinner. Yeah. Right. You know, like, and then like maybe a late night snack and stuff like that. It's like, okay, let's control this eating and everything like that. So it's always finding with what works within your lifestyle, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the thing is too, though, with like the reason I like the like fasting too, is because I like to get a lot of my work done early in the morning. So, you know, and you know, even just eating is kind of an interruption in like your workflow and stuff yeah. like that, that I know, yeah, a lot of people talk about. So even something, yeah, as simple as that, like for people who like to get stuff done in the morning, you know, maybe it's, maybe it'll work for them. Maybe it won't, maybe they can't work until they eat because people love food and that's cool. So yeah. Yeah. Everyone's a little bit different. And sometimes people got to have breakfast. Some people don't, you know, I find if you struggle with a certain meal, you know, figure out a way to overcome that struggle. Like breakfast was always a struggle for me. I was like, let's just eliminate it altogether. You know, I don't, I can only eat eggs so many times. I can still eat eggs at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, yep. you know? So I'm like, why not just skip breakfast altogether, have breakfast at 12 if I want or have lunch or, and then just have dinner. Then I don't have to worry. Yeah. 
I can go out to dinner. I love to go out to eat. I'm a big foodie. I like to cook. So I'm like, I can have big dinner. I can enjoy my food and, you know, have whatever, you know, not have to worry so much. You know, I can have that, you know, pizza, burger, lasagna, whatever it may be that day and not have to worry about my calories too, too much. Yeah, no, exactly, dude. And th- that's the biggest, yeah, benefit I would I would say too of it. Cause yeah, I'm the exact same way, man. It's like yeah. sometimes I just want to go get a cheeseburger, man. Like yeah. <laughs> just got to. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, continuing like kind of what's next, I guess, for like summer of thickness stuff is like really what'll probably happen now after like especially this uh five day fix thing, whatever, just to do is pretty much just go back into like, you know, like a maintenance mode. But you know, mm-hmm. like I said, they're gonna um so like I'll probably still track my calories and my protein like I typically do, but I'm not going to do it to the effect of really wanting a result. So I'm going to pretty much have it about, you know, try to find like my maintenance and stuff like that. And I kind of hang out there. And then, like I said, probably going to start doing like that running stuff going to be, you know, trying to see, you know, how long it takes me to run a mile, try to improve it week to week and stuff like that. You know, maybe like try to come up with like a different program or whatever for that, but all while still like enjoying myself, not giving a crap if I'm out there shirtless either. And I got, you know, a little jiggle jiggle going because I don't (laughs) care. Somebody look at me and then be like, what the heck are they doing? It's like, well, what are you doing? You're sitting there watching me. So (laughs) who's really like in the wrong here? Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, that's awesome, man. For sure. But no, yeah, looking forward to it. And like I said, we'll kind of see how it continues to evolve. But yeah, that's kind of the tentative game plan right now. No, no different challenges or anything uh, either, but making sure you get a lot of steps in the day too. That's something I just got done with as well. We're do, I did like 8k a day. Cause I knew that's like how many I could, uh, that, you know, reasonably hit. So yeah, yeah I was still making sure getting good movement and stuff too. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's kind of, that's kind of the mindset I've been in with just like maintaining, you know, for the past like two weeks, my weight has pretty much stayed the same, you know, within pound or two. I'm like, that's all I want. Like I'm focused on like getting in my fitness and getting in my nutrition, yeah. you know, getting veggies and, you know, man, that's like always, the, you know, always the main struggle. You know, I was like, let me just focus in on those things and stop worrying about weight loss or the, you know, the result. Let's start worrying again on the action. You know, I think we talk, a, a lot of us talk about that, but sometimes you lose sight of it. You know, you get caught up in the goal, you know, because we do at the end of the day, you do want results. You don't, you know, you don't want to go through a cut and not lose any weight like that, yeah. that, that would piss me off. You know, that would, that's demoralizing, you know, like I tried to cut weight and I didn't cut a single pound, yep. you know, that, that stinks. So it's like, okay, maybe you just focus in on the actions, hit those and see where that leads you. And if it leads you to, you know, weight loss, great. If it's maintenance, great. Like what, what do you lose? You know, at the end of the day, okay. You gained a pound or two. Okay. What's the big deal about a pound or two? It's not going to, not going to make or break, you know, your existence here to be within that range. Yeah. No, definitely. And like, cause that's the thing too, is like, I feel like a lot of people fail to realize too, is you can make some really awesome progress when you're at maintenance. And oh, that's yeah. like, that's kind of the experiment I want to do next as well Is it's like, okay, let's see what happens like with my physique and stuff. If I change things up and I focus more on cardio while eating the same amount of calories that I'm already eating, let's, you know, maybe who knows what'll happen after that, but you can still make some pretty, yeah, good progress overall. And, you know, kind of do how they say like, you know, recomposition a little bit. And then, yeah, before you know it, like actually having more calories in your day might've been exactly what you needed because you had more energy 
So, you know, just do your everyday like life. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And whatever. I mean, whether it's to play with your kids or yeah, walk your dog for sure. Yeah. Getting work done and everything like that. That's exactly how I feel, man. Like right now, I just like, let me keep that energy up high and let's not worry about, you know, those extra bag of chips that I had or, you know, extra bowl and uh, the ice cream, you know, it's hot. At least in North Carolina here, it's 90 degrees. You know, I need, I need something, see something cold in the middle of the day or the end of the day, you know, just to feel better, you know, cool down a little bit. So it's like, why worry about that? You know, I'm at the beach, I'm going to get a shaved ice or an ice cream, you know, like, why worry? Why worry? So enjoy your, enjoy. It's all about enjoyment at the end of the day. If you're not enjoying yourself, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, heck yeah, man. Heck yeah, couldn't agree more. That's, I mean, that's what it's all about for sure. Cause, yeah, cause the one other thing I want to touch on with that is, you know, a lot of times too, people forget it's like being in a calorie deficit, trying to cut, that's a stressor. Yeah. You know, and we're in a very high stress situation right now with just life. <laughs> so yeah. the thing is, like, right now, the last thing you probably want to do is put yourself under more stress, have less mm-hmm. energy because you have less calories. And then, yeah before you know it, yeah, you're going to fall into possibly like a little bit more of a depressive state and stuff. But so like you said, yeah, having more of the calories, energy up, whatever, like not having to worry too much about that, but still having like goals in mind, then yeah, you can still enjoy yourself and live your life. So for yeah. sure. Yeah. If you can't handle the stress that's already happening right now, why put additional stress on you when that stress that you can control, you know, how much you are cutting or not cutting you, you can control that stress. You know, so I think that's super important right now. Control that stress and don't put any more on you. So everyone get on the summer of thickness train over here. Yes. Just enjoy yourself a little bit. For sure. Yeah. Live a little to chill out. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. Yeah, literally. So Vinny, it was awesome talking with you today. Where can everybody find you? Yeah. So pretty much on everything, you know, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, kind of like my main three is at Vinny G it's V I N N I E G underscore C B C B is for cheeseburger, of course, cause <laughs> I love cheeseburgers. Oh yeah. Um, it's podcast, the cheeseburger effect, right? Isn't that? Yep. And- so that's, yeah, that's like my like business name is the cheeseburger <laughs> effect because one, one cheeseburger per week and you, you can still hit your peak with your fitness. So you're, it's you all know. good. Um, but yeah, pretty much there. And then, yeah, other than that, pretty much, uh, I have a podcast as well, the cheeseburger effect podcast, but that's pretty much it though. But thanks man. This was awesome. Good yeah. Post. I'll, I'll throw, uh, I'll throw that in the show notes for you and, uh, everyone go check out Vinny's stuff. He's got some awesome things, you know, a lot more than what we just talked about right now. So definitely give him a follow and see what, see what he's all about. Awesome. Vinny. It was great talking with you today. And, uh, I hope we can do this soon again. Yeah, for sure, man. Just let me know. Take it easy. You too, man. See ya. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simply Fitness Podcast. Because you listened to this episode, I want to give you something away for free. In the show notes, I have a link to my free fat loss cookbook. This cookbook contains over 20 recipes that are specifically designed to help you lose weight. They are filled with protein, they are simple to make, and they take away that bland, boring diet food. So if you want to upgrade your diet today, go to the show notes, click on the link, and go get your free fat loss cookbook. 
and make sure you come back for more episodes of the Simply Fitness Podcast.